Um, after all these good words, I told you, I told them about you. Okay. You can uh, move on. Grand. Okay. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. It's lovely to to be here. Uh, I've really been looking forward to uh, coming to the home of Socrates and Plato and Aristotle. Uh, all these uh, guys that I read when I was studying philosophy. And Grand. You can tell, eh? Guns and roses. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to do two things with you. Uh, the first is to introduce a definition. Uh, philosophers get excited about definitions, don't we? <laughs> And this is a definition of spirituality. Uh, which is a, a term that people often use very vaguely. Αυτός ο όρος πνευματικότητα είναι κάτι που μερικές φορές δεν το ορίζουμε. I think when we have a, a better, a better definition of it, it's really useful. Αλλά όταν έχουμε έναν καλύτερο ορισμό, καταλαβαίνομαστε καλύτερα. And I find myself applying this definition in all sorts of areas. Και εδώ θέλω να φτιάξω έναν ορισμό που θα μπορούσε να ταιριάσει με κάθε είδους πνευματικότητα. From thinking about my own spiritual development. To, as we'll do here today, thinking about films. Uh, so in, in part two of what we do, we'll look at some film clips together. And uh, have a bit of discussion about them. Uh, so let's start with the definition. And, and introduce that through a classic film. Which is the German film Metropolis. One of the first big science fiction films. Uh, directed by Fritz Lang in uh, 1927. Now, let me give you a plot synopsis. Uh, this guy here is Frieda Friedersen. He's the son of the dictator. And he lives a life of luxury. Uh, and one day he's enjoying the gardens of the palace where he uh, sees the saintly figure, uh, female figure of Maria. And he sets off in pursuit of Maria. Uh, who uh, throughout the film becomes a sort of female John the Baptist figure. The workers of Metropolis uh, live and work underground. Uh, and uh, 
and they feel very oppressed and they want to rebel. But Maria is saying to them don't rebel wait for the mediator. And she's kind of prophesying this, this Christ-like figure uh, who turns out to be Frida Friedersen. Uh, who, ha- having stumbled across the oppression of the masses, uh, swaps places with one of them, becomes one of them, identifies with the masses. There's even a scene that looks a little bit like he's being crucified on one of the machines. So the film plays with lots of uh, religious imagery. Anyway, through the the um, through the evil intent of uh, a scientist, the masses do end up rebelling. And they're tearing the city apart. Uh, and then at the final scene of the film, uh, the uh, the head of the workers is going to meet uh, the dictator, Frieda's father, on the steps of Metropolis Cathedral. And uh, everything's on a knife edge. It could be about to descend into more anarchy. Or will there be some sort of friendship established between the rulers and the workers? Well, fortunately, there is friendship. <laughs> As uh, Frida uh, brings together uh, his father, who through his son has come to have more empathy for the workers, and uh, the foreman of the workers here. And the film opens and closes with a quotation. Uh, the mediator between head and hands must be the heart. So in terms of the film, it's sort of a political philosophy. But I want to think about it in terms of defining personal spirituality. That uh, a spirituality is uh, broader than a world view. It includes your world view. Uh, how you think about reality. What you think is true, what you think is false. But combined with how you respond with your heart. Your attitude towards. Your attitude towards what you think is real. 
την δική σου ανταπόκριση στην πραγματικότητα. Uh, the choices you'll make. Uh, τις επιλογές που κάνεις. Um, how, what you think is true moves you. Γιατί αυτό που ξέρουμε ότι είναι αληθινό μας κινεί σε κάποιες, σε κάποιες δράσεις. And how the combination of your, your head and your heart leads you, lead you to behave. Του πώς σκεφτόμαστε και ότι έχουμε στην καρδιά μας μας οδηγεί τελικά στο πώς συμπεριφερόμαστε. And we'll issue in, in characteristic action. Σε δράσεις. Μας οδηγεί σε δράσεις. So uh, I have the, the English alliteration of head, hearts and hand. Βλέπεις τα αγγλικά έχουν αρχίζουν όλα από H's. Uh, you can also think in terms of beliefs, attitudes and actions. So spirituality is about relationship. It's how you relate to everything through this combination of your head, parts and hands. Uh, and that becomes a self-reinforcing way of life. Και αυτό φυσικά επιβεβαιώνει όλα αυτά τα οποία σκέφτεσαι και κάνεις το ένα επιβεβαιώνει το άλλο. So because I believe there's a God. Επειδή λοιπόν πιστεύω ότι υπάρχει ένας Θεός. And because I have a positive reaction to that belief. έχω μια θετική ανταπόκριση σε αυτή την πίστη. I behave in certain ways. Like reading the Bible and praying. But because I read the Bible and I pray, that reinforces my belief and uh, my attitudes and becomes self-reinforcing. And that's true of any spirituality. And that's why it's hard to get people to change spiritualities. Now I think this is a, a very biblical conception of spirituality. Although it's 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 very general and universal. So you could have a Buddhist spirituality. Or Hindu. Or atheist. Yes, atheists have spiritualities. They believe things. Uh, they, they react to that with their hearts. They behave in certain ways. So different spiritualities fill out this general structure in different ways. But think of, yeah. So think of Jesus' answer to the, the question about the greatest commandment. The importance of loving God with all of your heart and all of your all of your minds and with all of your strength. There's that structure. Uh, or when Peter has preached the first sermon after Pentecost uh, and the crowd uh, described uh, in Acts 2 uh, when the people heard this that is they, they believed the message about Jesus that Peter was preaching uh, they were cut to the heart 
Αυτό επηρέασε την καρδιά τους. So they didn't just believe what Peter said. They were moved by what he said. They saw that it wasn't just true. It was meaningful. And that led to them wanting to do something about it. So brothers, what shall we do? So that, that natural structure comes out in their response to the first preaching about Jesus. And you can see it in plenty of other Bible passages once you have this in mind. Uh, so I'm not going to go through these, but uh, just, just write down the passages and you can look at them later. Uh, Colossians 3, 15-17. Uh, Philippians 4, 6-7. So, that's uh, part one. What is spirituality? Um, and before we apply that into film, shall we see if you have any questions about that? Good teaching. Good teaching. Okay, thank you. So, film is perhaps the major art form of uh, the modern age. Ίσως το να κάνουμε ταινίες είναι ο πιο δημιουργικός τρόπος στέχνης στην εποχή που ζούμε. And media in in general that uses a screen. Uh, American teenagers uh, out of every day of an American teenager's life the main thing that they do in terms of how long they spend doing it every day is sleeping. <laughs> But the second main thing <laughs> is looking at a screen. And that means generally giving other people an opportunity to influence you. Through, through images, uh, music, words, Uh, the apparatus of advertising, giving people opportunities to shape how you think about things, to try and get you to feel certain ways about things. Oh, that brand of shoes is cool. <laughs> If I use this hair color, I will be more confident. <laughs> you know the sort of thing. And also to, to, to choose in certain ways. Uh, to take certain actions. Particularly in terms of where you spend your money. So, media engages with our whole spirituality. Now, I don't think that means we should be frightened and run away 
and all become uh, hermits living in caves in the desert. <laughs> But it does mean that we have to have some wisdom <laughs> when we're engaging with the media. Στο πώ αποδεχόμαστε όλα αυτά τα αποτελέσματα των μέσων μαζική ενημέρωση και των ταινιών. Και πρέπει να αναγνωρίσουμε το γεγονό ότι όλα αυτά τα μέσα μα επηρεάζουν την πνευματικότητά μα. Ότι τα μέσα αυτά, οι ταινίε κτλ., έχουν γίνει από ανθρώπου και αυτοί οι άνθρωποι έχουν τη δική του πνευματικότητα. And so whether whether explicitly or implicitly those spiritualities will be reflected in what they produce. Uh, people made in the image of God are creative. Και έτσι είμαστε λοιπόν δημιουργικοί. So there will be things in art, in media. Σε όλη την τέχνη, σε όλα τα μέσα υπάρχουν πράγματα. That reflect the image of God. Που μας δείχνουν, μας παραπέμπουν στο γεγονός ότι είμαστε εικόνα του Θεού. And are to be celebrated. Θα πρέπει να γιορτάζουμε γι' αυτά. But we are also fallen creatures. Αλλά επίσης, τι σας θυμίζω, δεν είμαστε μόνο εικόνες Θεού, αλλά είμαστε και πεσμένοι. So there will be things in art, in media. Λοιπόν, στα μέσα και στην τέχνη θα υπάρχουν πράγματα που μας θυμίζουν αυτό το γεγονός. That reflect that fallenness. Την πτώση μας. And we need to be aware of both sides of the coin. Καθώς πλησιάζουμε τις τέχνες, χρειάζεται να θυμόμαστε και τα δύο πράγματα. And by having this kind of structure in mind, and particularly then asking questions, are the worldview beliefs true? Are the attitudes of the heart beautiful? Are the actions good? Uh, we follow Paul's advice from Philippians. In our engagement. And I suggest you can do this at two different levels. <coughs> One is to think about characters in the film. Μπορούμε να το κάνουμε αυτό την κριτική, αυτή την αξιολόγηση σε σχέση με τους χαρακτήρες που παρουσιάζονται μέσα στις ταινίες. And ask, what is the spirituality of this character? Ποια είναι η πνευματικότητα αυτού του ανθρώπου. And to ask questions related to each of those elements of spirituality. Με όλα αυτά τα στοιχεία τα οποία έχουμε εδώ. What is their worldview? What do they value or love? Uh, what are they prepared to do in, in order to overcome the obstacles that they face? Uh, the sort of questions that an actor might ask in order to portray that character. Uh, what's my motivation? What's my motivation? 
What am I striving for? Uh, uh, what am I prepared to do to overcome obstacles? And so, on. Um, so th- to think in that actorly way. Uh, the second level is asking questions about the spirituality of the makers of the film. Now, now, some films are very explicitly trying to... ...communicate a spiritual perspective. Or at least raise certain spiritual questions. Uh, we sometimes talk about auteur film making, um, film making where um, the, the director, the writer, have, have a lot of control over what they're doing. Ναι, εδώ βλέπουμε την το ρόλο του σκηνοθέτη, ο οποίος κυριαρχεί και κάνει όλες τις επιλογές. Other films are much more um, products of um, lots and lots of people. Products of, of a committee, if you like. <laughs> uh, and perhaps they'll be less clear about what their spirituality is. But anyway, it's interesting to ask what, what is the, the, the spiritual beliefs and attitudes and actions that a, that a particular film seems to in, endorse or praise or, or to critique. And if you feel like multitasking, <laughs> you can ask both sets of questions at the same time. Sometimes, of course, a particular character very much reflects the point of view of the filmmaker. Or reflects the opposite point of view. <laughs> As a filmmaker makes a point by contrast. So let's try looking at some clips together. Let's go back to Metropolis. I thought foreign audience. <laughs> Let's use a silent film. <laughs> and this is my favourite scene from Metropolis. Frida in pursuit of Maria. For the first time in his life, comes across the oppression of the working masses. And he sees them working at this giant bit of machinery and has a sort of biblical vision of the meaning of this bit of machinery. And I think it's fair to say that in this scene, Frida 
represents the filmmaker's point of view. Μπορούμε να πούμε ότι ο Friedrich Nietzsche ταυτίζεται με αυτό που θέλει να μας πει ο σκηνοθέτης. So as you look at this scene, έτσι λοιπόν, καθώς βλέπετε τη σκηνή, particularly since it's a silent film, ειδικά επειδή είναι μια ταινία σιωπηλή, the main questions to ask, η κύρια ερώτηση που πρέπει να σκεφτούμε είναι, will be what does he do? Τι κάνει; What does the the filmmaker do? In showing you this. So how does he use the camera? And how do these actions give us clues about the spirituality? That's being communicated. Okay? So here's the scene. Once you get over the very stylized way of filmmaking, and the sort of silent film acting, <laughs> I think it's still a very powerful scene. So let's think in terms of this spirituality grid. And particularly looking at, at the actions of Frida. And the actions of the filmmaker. In terms of how they've shown us what they've shown us. Uh, what they're trying to get us to, to think. To feel. How that might motivate us to behave. How Frida is behaving in this scene. What that tells us about his head and his heart. Είναι ότι ο Φρίντερ δεν ήταν στη σκηνή, δηλαδή τον βλέπαν, ήταν εκεί παρόν, αλλά σαν να έβλεπε τη σκηνή από κάπου αλλού, δηλαδή η δούλη εκεί δεν του δίνει καμιά σημασία, σαν να μην ήταν στη σκηνή αυτός μέσα. So basically he's observing that scene without him being there. So this is his observation. Uh, so the people don't, do not interact with him. You know, he's there yeah. just observing. Yeah, he's very separate from them. In, in still. Okay. Okay. Uh, we thought that uh, he might try to do something there mm. in this difficult. Yeah, but he's he's kind of so shocked by what he sees. Uh, First of all, he's blown backward by the blast. <laughs> and he's kind of recovering from that. And then at the end of the scene, he does sort of move forward to see, should I be helping? But, but can't quite bring himself to actually do anything. Um, he's sort of re- repulsed by the horror of what he's seen. Uh, και τον, τον, τον τρομοκρατεί αυτό που βλέπει. 
And of course, as the film goes on, he then he then does get involved. Um, he he goes up to one workman um, and swaps clothing with him and takes his job um, for the for the shift, and it nearly kills him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but at this stage, he's just found out about this, and yeah, he's kind of <laughs> separate. So basically, you know, this crisis uh, moment here. Uh, um, operates like um, a recovery or a, 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 you know a, a waking up mm. call yeah. to this guy and to all of us. And this is very clear with the moloch and the idol there. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the workers just being fed to the idol god. So, what view of um, of humans is the filmmaker communicating? Okay, so he's saying people here are people being used as things. But do you think that the filmmaker is agreeing with that view or criticizing it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and how do how do we know that the filmmaker is critiquing the use of people as things? So the, the whole drama mm. uh, elements uh, highlights that. Uh, so yeah. it's a shocking uh, thing for him and uh, yeah. uh, blows him apart. And that comes through through the music. Um, through, through the camera work. Did you, there was one, one camera move in particular. Uh, it was a zoom onto Frida. When the explosion happens. But it wasn't a nice smooth zoom. It was like someone had, had tied a rope to the camera. <laughs> pulled, it, pulled it up and let it go. Yeah. And you got this this real sort of roller coaster. Uh, I think deliberately designed to make us as the audience have that gut kind of reaction uh, of the sudden movement um, so that we, we felt shocked at the moment this shocking thing happened uh, a very powerful use of, of camera move uh, to make the audience to make the audience feel something appropriate to the drama yeah. 
All right. Good. Um, any other reflections? So basically what he's saying is that that oppression, that time, it was normal. Mm. But so this, his characterization of that as Moloch, as, mm. you know, fitting to the idol, this is very powerful. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Have a quiz. Oh, yeah. uh, and what's our time? We got called. Five, we have five more minutes. Five more minutes. Um, piece of it. You might have to think about it after lesson. Um, but it, it's got subtitles in English, okay. although I don't have the um, the sound. But it's got subtitles. Anyway. Yeah. It's from the film Collateral. In uh, the Collateral, In which a contract killer. Played by Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise has hijacked a taxi. Έχει πάρει ένα ταξί. To ferry him around at night. Γυρίζει το βράδυ, έχει διάφορους στόχους. Δεν έχω ιδιαίτερα. To the various places where he has to kill people. Και το παίρνει από μέρος σε μέρος. Εκεί που πρέπει να κάνει τα χτυπήματα. And here's a conversation. A conversation between the killer and the driver. Υπάρχει πάντα μια συζήτηση του δολοφόνου και του ταξιτζή. Uh, that's very much about the world views of these two characters. <laughs> so, um, so they are. So Tom Cruise's character. Here we are, just lost in the cosmos. <laughs> um, we don't matter. Who notices? Um, what is the place of value in a godless universe? Uh, and the, the driver. Um, thinks he's just he's just abnormal. He doesn't say um, your worldview is wrong. And that has led you to behave in bad ways. <laughs> he says there's you're psychologically damaged. You know. um, but if you blame the killer's behavior. On psychological damage, aren't you in that sense excusing his behavior? 
Are you saying it's it's not really your fault you're this way? It's because you were institutionalized. You're missing a, a normal bit of human psychology. So, do you blame the worldview? Do you blame society? Who's right? Who's wrong? Do we matter? Is that related to whether or not there's a someone there to notice? And hold us accountable. Um, so you see the scene opens up all sorts of questions uh, and you possibly can't tell from just that scene whether the filmmaker has a clear Maybe that comes across if you watch the whole film. Or maybe they're just raising questions by showing two very different characters. And leaving it up to the audience to wrestle with the questions. Dear brother, thank you very much.